This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to Q&A Thursday. This week, I don't actually have a question. I'm actually going to talk about an element of nutrition that I do get asked about a lot. And I recently came across a really good article, and I thought I'm just going to share you some of the highlights of this article. And what I'm talking about is nutrition, and it's all about the humble apple. If you've If you've been following me for a little while, you may have noticed on my website and on my socials, you'll often see me pictured holding an apple. And if you download any of my eBooks, also, I'm usually holding an apple. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about why I do that. And because there is actually a reason, it's not just uh, a weird thing, you know, it's not one of my, you know, guilty pleasures, or maybe it is, but uh, I, yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit about the science behind that, because it's actually really important. And if you've worked with me, and I know a lot of the people that are in my programs listen to the podcast, you may not even know all of the benefits that come from eating an apple, because everyone that works with me in the GLOW protocol or metabolic balance needs to eat an apple every day. And so, yeah, let's talk about the humble apple. You know, for me, before I studied nutrition, I really didn't think that much of apples to me. I thought they were pretty much devoid of nutrition and 
they were just something that I like to eat. And so I'm loving that there's been so much research done on apples, particularly in regard to the gut and the gut microbiome, but also many, many other uh, medical conditions that can be um, supported, I guess is a good word to use, just with eating apples. I think if, if you've been, uh, you know, ever spoken to a nutritionist, you know that we adore food and we see food as being the absolute cornerstone for good health. You know, like I use supplements a lot in my work, but I only do that for short periods, for periods where we want to get an outcome for someone and they just don't have the ability to get all of the nutrition they need at that time. The, there are some nutrients, of course, that you cannot necessarily get from food, such as one of those is CoQ10, for example. One of them is nicotinamide riboside, which is in my Energy Glow NR, which is one, in fact, that I do recommend people take for longer periods. I certainly take it every day. And it's because there are certain nutrients in that that you just can't get from food. And also it has herbs in it, which of course you can't get from food. So, but yeah, that nutrition and what you're putting in your body is super important. And that old mantra of you are what you eat is actually literally correct because what you eat becomes part of your cellular structure, becomes muscle cells, it becomes hormones, it becomes energy, it becomes skin cells, brain cells, brain chemicals, etc. So it's super important what you're putting in your body. But I want to talk specifically today about the humble apple because, you know, apples are one of the most widely consumed fruits in the world. They're a fruit that is super accessible. There's a whole bunch of different types. So you will absolutely find one that you love. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the ones that are recommended, I guess, when you work in the, my programs are the older style of apples. So Granny Smith's, uh, Jonathan's Golden Delicious and Red Delicious would be my top four if, you, if you're looking for what is the healthiest one. These are just more the older style of apples, so they are considered probably a better quality. But at the end of the day, an apple is an apple. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the impacts of eating an apple every day. Well, we know that the if you um, have a good intake of fruit and vegetables, that you have improved microvascular function. So microvascular is a really tiny, tiny vascular system. So that's like in your eyes and in your kidneys and in your periphery. It's really, really um, important to keep them healthy, obviously. So we know that people that eat, you know, the right amount in Australia, we recommend five and two five serves of veg and five, uh, sorry, two serves of fruit a day. And that helps with your vascular system, which is really important. So both your micro and your macro vascular systems are really important to look after them. Obviously inflammation, I talk about a lot and fruit and veggies do lower inflammation. They do um, lower oxidative stress because they have antioxidants. Um, They're really important for your immune response. And that's super important at this time of year, particularly and also for weight management. And the thing is, apples are kind of brought out of that group of fruit and veggies because they are just so good for you. And I think also so accessible. And they have lots and lots of different plant 
chemicals, if you like, phytonutrients in them. I'm not going to go through all of those because it does get very technical and boring. I'm just more going to talk about their their actual functions. So, for example, apples have they have that antioxidant capability. They have um, that anti-inflammatory capability. They modulate the immune system. And they're also very protective for your gut. And that, of course, is super important. The knowledge we now have about gut health, we really want to look after our gut. So having an apple a day will help your gut health tremendously. Because as well as reducing inflammation, they uh, improve many aspects of your health with regard to cardiovascular disease. So they reduce your both your um, total cholesterol and your LDL cholesterol, which is also known as your bad cholesterol, um, reduces your risk of chronic disease, of type 2 diabetes, and it actually really helps with asthma, believe it or not. There's been some specific trials looking at asthma, and apples are very helpful in um, helping prevent asthma attacks. Uh, Also, I'm going to talk about today apple cider vinegar because it's, again, a really old home remedy is apple cider vinegar, but we know that it can do things like improve your body weight. It has the potential to improve your serum, so your blood metabolic profile, so improve blood markers, um, also cholesterol, and this is a really interesting one, is improve mood. So this is apple cider vinegar. So I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But the main points, this is not going to be a long podcast. The main points I wanted to get um, through are about the gut supporting nature of apples, as well as being an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. It is an excellent prebiotic. Our prebiotics are, when you think of prebiotics, a lot of people confuse them with probiotics. So probiotics are bacteria. Prebiotics feed your bacteria. They tend to be present in mainly fiber type foods and apple falls into that. But apple has a specific type of um, prebiotic called pectin and it's considered to be really awesome for maintaining good gut health. And a lot of the supplements that I use actually contain pectin from apples. Um, But if you can tolerate eating an apple, then that's obviously going to be really good for you as well. And these prebiotic, this prebiotic effect that the apple has causes specific changes in the the composition of your microbiome. So the, the balance of the good and the not so good Uh, bacteria, but also the metabolism of them. So it really helps with feeding them, making sure they're healthy. So that's really important. Um, The other thing that pectin does is that it has some of those cholesterol lowering properties. It also has a really good effect on your glucose metabolism. So that's where it comes into helping, I think, with your weight management in a way, because it's going to help make you less hungry. And it is also has some other uh, impacts as well. It's like this gelling agent. So it affects the transit time of food through your uh, gut, which will also impact your blood sugar levels. Um, It impacts your gastric emptying time, which will also improve your blood sugar levels and also improves your nutrient absorption from your digestive tract. And that's really important because, again, 
Of course, we say you are what you eat, but we also say as nutritionists, you are what you absorb. So improving nutrient absorption is critical. So one more thing I wanted to say about apples is that um, there's been some really good what we call epidemiological studies that support the association between frequent apple consumption and reduced risk of chronic diseases such as cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and some specific cancers as well. And it kind of makes sense if you've got good anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, it's likely that you will see a reduction in certain cancer types. So get an apple into you every day. But then I'm also wanting to just quickly touch on apple cider vinegar. So apple cider vinegar is one of the most commonly available vinegars. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you have an interest in health and you've probably heard things like you should have a shot of apple cider vinegar every day. Now, I'm not necessarily advocating for that, um, but it might be something you'd like to do. It's certainly not going to be harmful to you. Um, and the thing is, it's widely used to flavor things. It's used as a salad dressing. Uh, it can actually be used as a preservative as well. And you can actually use it as a surface disinfectant of fruits and veggies. So that's pretty cool as well. You wipe over your fruits and veggies uh, to disinfect them before eating them, which I think is a really awesome idea. Beautiful, natural disinfectant that has actual beneficial properties for you. Uh, And of course, apple cider vinegar is produced by the fermentation of apples. So there is that um, link there, but it has many of the um, similar kind of properties of apples eaten as a whole apple in that they are really good for your gut bacteria. They are really good for reducing um, cholesterol as well. Uh, We often use it in um, naturopathy and nutrition to help with building what I call digestive fire. You may have heard of having, you know, some lemon in water and you can do the same with apple cider vinegar. And often that's a little bit easier to do um, because you can just keep a bottle of apple cider vinegar in the pantry. But it's more about how much you have and the ratio that you have in water. I see a lot of people come to me and they go, oh, I have, you know, half a liter of warm water with lemon juice in it every morning. It's probably too much. When uh, I did my nutrition training, we were taught the 20-20-20 rule, which is 20 mils, which is a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar or lemon juice in 20 mils of water around 20 minutes before you eat. And it's to stimulate the digestive juices. And I have found that that can be really beneficial, particularly for people with gut issues such as IBS, such as SIBO, people that have difficulty in digesting their food. The two things that I'll usually work with people on are chewing food slowly and mind, eating mindfully, smelling the food, all of that, and either doing lemon in water in a 20-20-20 kind of situation or apple cider vinegar in water. So there are a couple of hot tips uh, that we use in the, uh, the clinic, but also... Yeah, as I mentioned before, there's been uh, a placebo-controlled randomized study, so a, a well-designed study that investigated the effect of apple cider vinegar on mood. 
And without getting bogged down in some of the more kind of heavier details of the how this worked, there were two arms. One arm was given about a hundred times the dose of the other. So one arm had two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar a day. Uh, sorry, two tablespoons in a cup of water twice a day. And the others had a, like a hundredth of that dose. These people had depression. And the study found a 20 to 34% reduction in self-reported depression scores in participants that had the high dose apple cider vinegar. And we know that um, apple cider vinegar can really improve our neurotransmitter production because it increases the metabolism of a number of amino acids, which are really important in building your neurotransmitters. Uh, if you want to know more about it, please contact me. I can I can direct you to it. I just didn't want to get too bogged down in some of the technical detail. But if the, it, you know, there's some really good data coming out at the moment around lifestyle interventions for depression. There was a great study that came out of South Australia recently showing that diet and exercise, so a specific diet, a specific diet and exercise, improve depression more than medication, which is super exciting because we know that the medications aren't fantastic. They're good, but they're not fantastic. So, and because we know we've got some, you know, spiraling rates of mental health issues, if we can do things with our food, do things with our movement, our uh, mindset, using mind-body techniques like breathing and meditation, etc., that that can be Oh my gosh, so, so beneficial for our health. So I hope that's been helpful today. I feel like I've rambled on a little bit today, uh, but I hope you found that interesting that, that, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away and there's some really good science that's coming out to support the beneficial effects of apples and apple cider vinegar on your health. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Wellness. I'd love to connect with you.